everybody and welcome to Dirty Work Minute. It's the podcast where we're watching the 1998 Norm Macdonald film Dirty Work, one minute at a time. Today we are talking about minute number eight, from eight minutes to eight minutes and 59 seconds. And I'm David. And I'm John. And again, joining us for for the fourth time. Yeah. And great pleasure to introduce my friend, our friend, AJ Nieves. What's up, y'all? Yeah, thank you for coming, AJ. Coming back. Thanks for having me again. This is great. I enjoy your company. Thank so, I enjoy you guys' company. Yeah. yeah. This it's is why we, uh, we've, all, we've all been on a podcast before. Yeah. Together. Yeah, um, yeah in case anybody doesn't know, uh, AJ co-hosts What's Up With That Bro, my other podcast where we're watching Lost in Reverse Order with Chad. And John's been a guest on that show. Yeah, yeah. check it out. It yeah. is a lot of fun. It is. I had a great time on it. Thank you for thank you guys for letting me be on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thank you guys for letting me be on here. I mean, yeah, yeah this is great. I, I'm loving it so far. I'm having a lot of fun with dirty work. Oh, well, thank you. AJ. I sounded insincere, but really, I <laughs> oh. do mean it. Oh, th- thank you, AJ, for being AJ. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. We're just very thankful this this episode. Yeah, yeah. This is our. Oh, we are recording arm. it on Thanksgiving. <laughs> a special Thanksgiving episode. Yeah. Well, right before I got here, I did draw a turkey using the um, just tracing my hand. So um, you, I'll leave that for you guys. You, you know what? Look, my one pet peeve every time I try to trace my hand is everyone. Everyone keeps thinking I'm trying to draw a turkey. <laughs> 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 like, like it's the headbeard joke. <laughs> it's it's the middle of July and you're and you're tracing your hand. Yeah. Why would I, why would I be trying to draw a turkey right now? I would I, I want to find an artist who does all kind of crazy drawings but uses like the traced hand as the as the initial canvas of whatever he's drawing so there's just there's just a nice sunset in that hand or yeah, <laughs> there's like, like a Mona Lisa. <laughs> I bet there's a Tumblr for this, <laughs> or like American Gothic, but just right in the center of the hand. <laughs> just imagine like a time lapse where someone just just traces their hand and then just just paints a really nice picture over it. <laughs> <laughs> and that that hand is nowhere to be seen as soon as that as soon as that canvas is completely painted. But the, the art just tells everyone this started off with a trace of my hand. I don't know if you guys can see it or not. <laughs> how skilled of an artist i am <laughs> that's how he learned uh, his first his first foray into art yeah. was uh was making a thanksgiving turkey and then he always has to start off every piece with that imagine imagine like a how-to video <laughs> step one trace your hand step two make art <laughs> <laughs> like they stop using canvases and it's just like some kind of weird like uh like new type of art where it's like a log or something that's that's ba- balanced on other logs but he started by tracing his hand on one of the logs <laughs> oh man <laughs> yeah it'll be like architecture like like skyscrapers and stuff it'll just be a handprint <laughs> on like the bottom yeah just, and they just put a put just put a brick right on top of it <laughs> imagine if that's how we watch like a lot of a lot of our uh, how to do shows like if you watch like how do you, how does like how do you do this how do you do that? Right. And like, well, the construction worker starts by tracing his hand on the blueprint. And then, <laughs> so uh, this minute that we're talking about today, it starts with Pops apologizing for being a creepy old man, and it ends with Jimmy, played by Chris Farley, slowly turning to the camera and shouting, "You something cliffhanger." 
That's a great dramatic turn he did, by the way. Yeah. That's like uh, something you don't even really see in real life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I feel like there's something lacking in my life. People dramatically turning around. Yeah. And the lighting in this, too, is a lot of fun to watch. Like I, I know it's a bar scene, but like Chris Farley's face is highlighted in blue when he's turning to camera to deliver that line. Whatever it is, we yeah. were left with that clip. Yeah, it's, a, it's a real close-up on his face, and I think that's part of what makes it so dramatic <laughs> and why it doesn't happen in real life. It's because you don't get that close-up on someone's face when they dramatically turn towards you it's um, just someone slowly turning towards you i'm learning i'm learning so much about how like how much how, how comedy works in this because <laughs> he already sets it up with the whole nose thing and he's and, and then it's followed up and paid off by a slow turn to camera where like with your nose kind of gone <laughs> this is one of those parts where i was um because i know we watched the trailer mm-hmm. right and they showed chris farley in the trailer right yeah but i was just thinking like if if they just didn't feature him at all Right. Oh yeah. And then they just like they had this part like how awesome this would be a this be like a surprise cameo. You yeah. Know what I'm saying, but uh, you know, since he died th- that year, I guess they just wanted to. You know, Hollywood is a Hollywood is a feelless, emotionless spectrum of marketing ploys. Money. So yeah, I guess they just featuring him. They thought would probably some more tickets. Something yeah. Or, yeah. They're like, oh well, Chris Farley's in the trailer. You know, it'd be great. Uh, like counter to what you just said like if if chris farley was in the trailer and then doesn't show up in the film at all <laughs> like they just cut that whole they cut his whole scene they cut the saigon thing out or, he, or they leave the saigon thing out and and mitch just turns to the side and goes got my nose bit off by a saigon whore <laughs> and then they just go back to what their conversation was <laughs> <laughs> Just yelling that out into the. It'd be great to have just have a trailer where it just features none of the footage <laughs> from the trailer. Has yeah. there been a movie that's done that? Um, um, no, that I know. Of. Wait, a movie that has no audio from the. From no, no, the like like nothing from the trailer. <laughs> just like a completely different movie. I know Rogue One had a couple of things that didn't end up in the final cut. The latest. Um, 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 Twin Peaks show has returned. Mm-hmm. Like I think when they're putting out promos and everything for it, like the show showed nothing of what what was happening, what was going to happen in the season. It was just pictures of trees. I think, <laughs> but I think it pays off. So yeah, I guess it's different. Like I'm picturing like a, a preview with the whole trailer is just footage, but it's not at all related to the movie. Yeah, or it's like like a fan version of the movie or something. Because I, I I've seen trailers that are like, oh yeah, it's just a, a blank shot of a window or something i know like back, i guess i don't know if this would count but like back in the day when they were started making trailers instead of actually showing footage they would have like a man <laughs> kind of just like standing there smoking going like uh this like the film you're about to see is filled with da 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 right yeah. maybe that's as close as you can get was that a thing i like I remember when they introduced sound for the first time, that was like a big thing. What? That's they they awesome. would just have like a guy. I think I remember watching something like that. You're thinking of the Twilight Zone. <laughs> Maybe. Imagine this. It's just a man in a suit with a cigarette. Yeah, it's just Rod yeah. Serling. He just starts off like every time you've seen him, he like starts off by naming somebody by name. <laughs> yeah. Stephen Marcus, just a regular workaday yeah. stiff. Yeah, I mean, that's how trailers started. Like, when we watched the Dirty Work trailer, that was like, oh, Mitchell Weaver's having a bad time. <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny now, right? Because, like, the, way the trailers are so different now. Yeah. Right? It just seems like when you watch a trailer from the 90s, it just seems like a parody trailer someone would make <laughs> yeah. about the 90s. I feel like, now. I, I feel like that's going to happen now. Or it's just going to keep happening. But, like, even today's trailers, like you were mentioning, like, a lot of the trailers, it's just a lot of, like, 
dubstep drops you know like or whatever or any kind of like weird beat drops and for anything like any kind of scary movie or whatever like yeah. every every like terminator or every every transformer movie is just like at some point you know the trailer is gonna have yeah. that song you know or whatever well you know I, I don't know where trailers are heading but it is funny to see that progression of like the movie guy voice and then like I guess in, after The Matrix came out, right, you had, like, a lot of those aggressive electronic, like, like, people just shooting guns. Right, right. <laughs> you know, just you know, that, that era of trailer, yeah. which is... Uh, a lot of bullet time. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Do you guys ever watch the... There's a video on YouTube called Every 90s Commercial Ever. Is that the Capri Sun one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah that that's good. Great. I love that. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, listener, Google it on YouTube. You will not be disappointed. No. That's like something out of a Cronenberg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> that was very trauma to me. So the beginning of the minute, right? Yeah, I, I love I love when uh, I love when Jack Ward is um, pops. I keep calling him Jack Ward. Yeah. When pops is kind of like just manhandling Mitch, right? <laughs> yeah, kind of going back on like how everyone in this town is <laughs> just like has this uncomparable strength. It's yeah. insane. He's got old man strength and boxer strength combined. Wait, so are we learning here that that Norm Macdonald is essentially the anti Adam Sandler? Because in all of Adam Sandler's movies, he's always the dude that's beating everybody else up, right? Oh, yeah. And then that's like, true. and then like we get Norm Macdonald who's always getting tossed around yeah. and thrown out of places. I'm, I'm pretty sure if we uh, saw a continuation of Norm Macdonald's movie career <laughs> at some point, yeah, we probably would have had an Adam Sandler just uh, beating the crap out of Norm Macdonald movie <laughs> at some point, which would have been great, I think. Yeah, yeah, it would have been like the uh, the Marvel Studios crossover, like you said. <laughs> yeah, the Sandlerverse. Yeah, the Sandlerverse. <laughs> the, what, I mean, what, what is uh, what is Adam Sandler's production company called? Happy Madison. Happy. Oh yeah, the Madisonverse. Yeah, Madison Madisonverse. Well, I mean, Norm Macdonald is a part of that because he played a guy, one of. Uh, Billy Madison's loser friend. Oh Billy yeah, Madison. I remember yeah, that in the pickle race and all that. He was in that scene. <laughs> Where's Billy? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He wasn't Billy Madison. <laughs> yeah. Did Norm Macdonald pop up in any other Adam Sandler stuff? He was in Grown Ups. Was he? Yeah, he had a very very small part, and I think he was in both. I think he played. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I didn't see the second Grown Ups, and the first Grown Ups <laughs> I saw once, and I immediately just forgot about it <laughs> I, you know what i love about grown-ups steve yeah. buscemi like steve buscemi always like not always but pops up in a lot of adam sandler stuff which is yeah. fun because steve buscemi's like in everything also like a like a very nice guy i heard oh really yeah yeah he came to hawaii once and uh oh yeah some people open for him and yeah they just told me that he was a very very nice dude so yeah, that's cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah good like he's like doing crazy prestige dramas on like hbo and also does like an adam sandler movie you know in his downtime <laughs> no. yeah. well yeah i think like him along with every other kind of comedian around adam sandler kind of suffered from that uh i don't know i don't know what we call it overexposure or i don't know i feel like a lot of people yeah. in sandler's camp besides adam sandler <laughs> when they try to veer off in their own with their own careers kind of end up Kind of having to go back to Adam Sandler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, so he's the only one to beat the curse, Buscemi, right? Or not even a curse, but whatever that thing is. Yeah, I don't think Buscemi was really... Uh... Oh, you know what? I got to redact everything I said, mm. because I thought you were talking about um, that other guy, not Steve Buscemi. 
Steve Buscemi never came here and did comedy. Oh, <laughs> I was about to say, I didn't know Steve Buscemi yeah. was a stand-up. Yeah, I totally screwed that up. I'm is an it, idiot. Is it that other dude? The um, the one that has Rob it? Schneider. Yeah, oh, Rob, Rob Schneider. Their names don't even sound anything alike. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, to make I, you feel better, I always confuse my Buscemi's and my Schneider's together. <laughs> I think I was just thinking about Rob Schneider's <laughs> this entire time. No, but I'm pretty sure Steve Buscemi's a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, Seems uh, like it. If, if we ever ran into him on the street and he just like kicks us in the balls or something or sticks like his bodyguard on, it's like, I thought you were nice. Yeah. I heard you were John, nice. John Yabez said you were a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, come, I'll come around and be like, screw you, Rob Schneider. I'll <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably throw him for a loop, right? Yeah. <laughs> probably. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. Oh, that would be so great. <laughs> Another case of mistaken identity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> so they go to Mazzetti's yes. in this minute. And Mitch talks about how uh, he's grown up and it sucks because he, he used to not take crap from anybody. Now he takes crap from everybody. Like that's the uh, that's exactly where his character is. And he's <laughs> saying it out loud, which <laughs> is good. For- which is, yeah, it's a good yeah. script writing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they they're very clear. They're very clear at where the characters are at all yeah. times. Like just in these yeah. first nine minutes of the film, like you know who everybody is. You know yeah. who Mitch is. You know who Sam is. Sam's dad. Yeah, is we, a get, we get all that stuff out of the way so that we can get to all the awesome revenge. Yeah. Sometimes you need to force an exposition just to you know, yeah, <laughs> just to uh, start placing some other things in line. Yeah, basically we get the whole gist of uh, what he's gonna do next. Yeah. For all the crap he says he he, he takes, right? right? He then just kind of pushes that off on uh, Jimmy's. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's a natural thing to do is like when you feel bad, you should yeah. just make someone else feel bad. <laughs> That's the best. And Chris Farley's reaction to that was the best too. Yeah. Like he, <laughs> Saigon, this whole thing that happened in Saigon, we don't know when it happened. It might have ha- happened during Vietnam, but we don't know if Jimmy was in Vietnam or maybe yeah. he was just on vacation after Vietnam. <laughs> he doesn't seem and, old enough to be a Vietnam. Vietnam, but yeah so he was probably just kicking around the rocks in saigon right <laughs> but then like it's also it's, that's saigon whore spoiler alert but we saw it in the trailer she she lives there in the in the city that they live in <laughs> so he may have never even gone there he just <laughs> yeah. what happened upon a <laughs> she, he happened upon a woman from saigon here yeah. not too far away from mazzetti's the bar <laughs> no. no oh by the way they've been in mazzetti's by the way, we need a little, another little tick mark for uh, the word whore. Oh, yeah. Saigon whore, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That's crazy. That's right. We, oh, I didn't do my whore count last night. Crap. Uh, that's all good. <laughs> I'll do it this weekend. On yeah. Monday, we'll give you guys the whore count. <laughs> <laughs> We're only nine minutes in. There's a lot of, uh, you know, it's time to catch up. Yeah. <laughs> Before it's too late. How, how do you have that marked down? Is, is it just the word whore and then tick yeah. marks underneath it? Yeah, I've got I've got the word throw with tick marks. And then under that, it says whore and it's got tick marks. That there's, like, whoever finds your notebook would be would have so many questions for you. It's either, it's either David threw all these whores or... <laughs> it was the number of times I tried to throw a whore. And it's like, okay, if I win, then I'll put a mark in the throw column. And if the whore wins... <laughs> then she gets a mark. At this point, yeah, if somebody found that, I would, I would love for somebody to deduce that from that. I mean, you know, rule 43, right? There has to be some kind of fetish where <laughs> someone wants to, be, wants to be thrown as far as they can by, by a whore. I think those are yeah. mostly little people. <laughs> they enjoy getting tossed by a horse. <laughs> Who's to stop them? It's a free country, yeah. I guess. Yeah. 
I'm pretty. I, I love that we're like uh, we're targeting as many demographic demographics as we can <laughs> <laughs> for all the horrors and little people out there. You know, yeah. we, we love you guys. We do. It's just that you know this movie is a product of its time, and there's a lot. <laughs> the word horror is used a lot, and you know there's some stuff with little people. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> So if there was like a whore little person listening to this, like, what's their reaction to the? I could be thrown pretty far, right? Or... Yeah. <laughs> so these guys probably don't know how far I can get thrown. <laughs> well, you know, you can, e- you can email David. Yeah, email me at uh, dirtyworkminute at gmail.com. <laughs> and we'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Your emails are about to get spammed by just... <laughs> everyone offering you to throw them yeah crap we found that fetish <laughs> what would it take for you to want to throw yourself a, a little person um that? honestly if they emailed me and asked me to do it and would pay their own airfare to hawaii i'd do it <laughs> or they could be here already yeah if they're you know, already so here you yeah. don't have to fly them in just to <laughs> satisfy your sick needs dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's that's a that's a pretty straightforward fetish yeah. like i can only get off if i can throw you at a far distance but you have to come here on your own expense i can't get off otherwise like i can't have i can't pay for your ticket and yeah. throw you i gotta know that this costs you something <laughs> and you have to yell away we go as soon as i did so anything that helps let me be honest with you i just want to take your dignity away from you <laughs> and your money yeah. And the Wolf of Wall Street they were like catapulting little people onto a target board right i mean <laughs> Oh. Yeah, that was crazy. I never saw that movie. No. Spoilers. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm also here just to spoil movies for everybody. <laughs> You'll find that I haven't watched many movies aside from Dirty Work and Billy Madison. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> just those three just yeah. those three stories. Yeah. And you watch them like in a weird order, right? It's like Star Wars and then Dirty Work and then more Star Wars. Yeah, I'm watching them one minute at a time, but I'm mixing it up. <laughs> So I'm going to watch uh, a minute from Empire Strikes Back after this. Right. And you're going to be wondering what happened to Darth Vader's nose. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Also, yeah, speaking of the nose, we see Jimmy's nose in this scene. And, like, it's not like a clean bite on there. It's not like she, like, bit it and, like, ripped it. It's, like, very vertical. Yeah. Like, she bit through his nose. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, like, maybe it got infected at some point. A lot of scar tissue on the edges. (laughs) Yeah. That would have been a, that like you know you look at it it's like it looks like a very precise bite you know? yeah. there's no other marks on his face but besides the very tip of his nose yeah yeah you can see kind of the bite marks sort of that's scarred over and healed kind of, it kind of makes you think like how long his nose was <laughs> before it got bit yeah, off how much got bit off yeah I'm like I don't know if it was Steve Martin in this cameo I think we'd know how much nose <laughs> that Saigon more took. <laughs> I've been a great cameo also. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even Steve Martin. It's like Steve Martin as his Cyrano character. <laughs> that'd be a, that'd be meta on so many levels. It'd be insane. <laughs> now, so that's all I've got for this minute. <laughs> we, we sure did talk a lot about it. So. Yeah. So much about this minute. <laughs> you know, it's just like a good, I love, uh, I, love I don't know. Maybe it's because I love drinking. Right. But I love scenes in bars where people are just hanging out. I don't know why. It just seems like a very cozy place to be. It's dark. It's cool. It's easy. You got dudes with no noses running around. It's where you meet the most interesting characters. Yeah. Are. And you can tell it's the late 90s because they're smoking in a bar. 
Oh yeah, hey. yeah. can't do that anymore. Can't do that anymore. Thanks, Obama. Yeah. <laughs> the stinking bureaucracies. You know what I'm yeah. saying? The... <laughs> Wait, if you wanna, if you wanna talk talk about Obama, email us. Dirtyworkminute@gmail.com. <laughs> um, you can email. You can email David about all your feelings about Obama taking smoking away from parts. Yeah, because <laughs> that was definitely his fault. Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about that. I think it was one of those things where, like, Obama, only Obama could smoke in it. It was, like, one of those, like, um, damn it, what's that guy? Um, the dude from Taxi. Thing? Robert De Niro? No. Like Andy the, Kaufman. Andy Kaufman. Yeah, oh. it's, like, one of those things where only Obama <laughs> can smoke in, like, a, in any bar, and then they just made it a law. Yeah. No smoking. Mostly well, he was Obama. a smoker when he got elected, right? Yeah. 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 And then they said he quit, like, at the before quit, he left. Quit. quit. Uh, making, I'm making air quotes. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, if I wasn't president anymore, and, like, I didn't have to, like, contend with voting numbers, whatever, <laughs> I'd be smoking meth, like, straight up crack. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. As Obama, as... you need to get up on that crack, bro. <laughs> dude, as soon as, like, how gangster would that have been if, like, right before he boarded that helico- uh, the helicopter, he just lit up a joint? <laughs> Peace, bitches. <laughs> yeah. Just him, just him quietly smoking a J. Yeah. People asking questions like, we're done here. My term's over. <laughs> Don't ask me for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me for shit. I feel like y'all, are, y'all about to miss me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's like Obama is the uh, is is the boyfriend that got out of a bad relationship. And the girl went into like a headlong relationship with a super shitty dude right after that. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be great if like he just took his birth certificate and rolled that up into joints <laughs> and then smoked that. <laughs> I only smoke with the finest paper. And that's the paper that this birth certificate is printed on. Uh, that's, that's how I'm going to tell my kids Obama left. If I ever have kids, <laughs> I guess. The kids are just gonna force yeah. force to listen to me talk, right? <laughs> and then they're gonna Google it and be like, "You're so full of <laughs> shit, <laughs> Dad." <laughs> they're gonna Snopes it. <laughs> uh, we miss you, Obama. Please come back. We made a bad decision. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We made a bad decision by not reelecting you to a third term. Yeah, we needed you for that third term, sir. <laughs> How dare you not seize power and destroy the Constitution? <laughs> just declare martial law. It would have been easy, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Could have been in for like another term. Uh, like FDR did it, right? FDR. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there were term, term limits back then. Oh, they weren't? No. That they just went off good faith off of George Washington just doing it for two times. <laughs> yeah, he did it two times. I'm like, oh, I guess that's what we do. Yeah, I guess that's just the the status quo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so anybody at any time could have just been like, I'm president forever. <laughs> right. Oh well. Well, you still have to get elected every four years. That's true too. Unless you suspend the constitution. Uh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. You don't want to become British again, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That was a good minute of our dirty work. Yeah, this is a great dirty work minute. <laughs> and thank you, AJ, for coming on this wonderful Thursday. Thanks again for having me. Yeah. Hey, um, uh, can, can we have you back tomorrow? Hell yes. We'll have to yeah, see yeah. this week through. I want to see this 10th, 9th to the 10th minute. Yeah. I want to <laughs> see the next 59 seconds of what's happening. Yeah, and listeners, we hope to see you tomorrow to find out what Jimmy's about to call Mitch. And yeah. I'm going to come up with a sign-off one day, (laughs) but not today. (laughs) Bye. Our theme song is Emotional by Aura Bora. You should check them out and a bunch of other awesome bands at failedorbitrecords.com. And we'd like to give special thanks to the Star Wars Minute podcast, through whom all things are possible.